You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Hear that? That's the sound of someone trying to steal your crypto. Every day, thousands of hackers online are doing the same. That's why Arculus uses air-gapped cold storage technology to protect your assets. Using our keycard and wallet app to form a protective barrier, Arculus insulates you from hackers and puts control of your digital assets back in your hands. Order the first truly air-gapped crypto wallet at GetArculus.com. The opinions expressed on this WebmasterRadio.fm program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and do not reflect those of the staff, management, or advertisers of WebmasterRadio.fm. Any rebroadcast or retransmission of this program without the express written consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and my co-host is John Carcutt, the SEO Manager for MediaWiz. So, John, big plans for the weekend? Um, looking at a house. I might be moving one of these days soon, so I'm going to go look at a house this weekend. Um, nice little place on the water, 35-foot uh, of dock space. Excited about it. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. Well, you, you live on an island. What are you complaining about? <laughs> yeah, it's still right on, not in the water. 35 feet of dock space sounds pretty sweet. Oh, well. I'll, I'll just whine. Okay. Well, today's show, what do you do about a redesign? Uh, a lot of people have uh, the problem where they're, they're, they're about to uh, redesign their website or they're about to launch it for that matter, and they, even, they haven't even thought of what that's going to matter, how that's going to impact their um, search engine rankings. And uh, I know John and I are always dealing with this. Um, always. Always, yeah. And it's not just that. It's also people who are launching sites and what that involves and all that sort of stuff. So I'd like to touch on both if we can today. Um, let's focus first on redesign, though. So, John, what's the first thing that comes to mind for you? When, when, when people are redesigning a site, the first thing that I always think about right off the bat is how are they going to move from their old site 
to their new site? And is this redesign going to affect their architecture? So if they're just reskinning a site, just putting a new skin on it, it's not as big a deal. But if they're changing content management systems, they're changing their URL structure, navigation structure, and it becomes a much more um, delicate issue to, to make that change. That's the first thing that I ask is, are you changing those URLs? Oh, big time. And, and, and you know, even and even if they are going to switch, they also have to keep in mind, you know, it's one thing, are they going to be switching? Another thing is, um, they may not be switching, but they may be changing in some way. Something's, I've, I've had this happen before. They said they weren't changing the URLs, and, and I guess technically they didn't in, in their mind, but they did, the capitalization was different. Right. That and I, is officially a change in URL. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and I have to tell them, I say, look, I know that you're not changing any URLs, but you're switching from PHP to ASP. So all your URLs are the same, but your file extension changed. That's a change. And I tell them out front, I say, if you change any one character in, the URL, in your URL, the engine's going to see it as a new URL. So one character change anywhere in the URL from the HTTP, if you change it to HTTPS, that's a change. If you change it from HTM to HTML file, that's a new URL. So one character is all it takes. And the capitalization, like Ross said, is, is another one. You don't even have to change the characters. Yeah, it's funny. You know, I was just thinking about HTM, HTML. I don't know about you, but that's always bothered always bothered me. Why didn't they just make HTML and HTM and HTML just you know the same? Yeah, <laughs> I'd like to blame Microsoft for this one, but I don't think I can. Yeah, anyway, just <laughs> yeah. a little rant. I just don't understand it. The stuff like that just doesn't make any sense to me. But uh, yeah, I, I think that it's 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 critical for people to look at their site before and, and plan every single step. And it's it is, you know not to toot our own horn, but having a web marketer or someone that is familiar with web marketing has done a transition before to talk to is critical too because. They can walk you through different steps. For example, if you were about to switch from said website on your own little server and you're about to move um, to a redesign on, say, the Yahoo sites, um, what's it called? Um, uh, or actually, that's not a good example. Yahoo to Yahoo. Let's say you're on a Yahoo servers, you got a Yahoo shopping cart, and you're about to switch to another one. Um, or you're ha- or you're even moving away from Yahoo for that matter. Uh, I had someone happen- do this recently, and that is a nightmare beyond belief because Yahoo does not allow 301 redirects. Can you believe yeah. it? And that's a good point, Ross. We talked about that the URL change is a big issue, but we didn't really say why. So um, the reason that it's such a big issue is because Google has built up history and weight and relevancy to this page. And if you change it to a new page, you've lost all that and you're starting from scratch. And when we say new page, it's HTM to HTML is a new page. So if you just add that L on the end of your URL, you've lost all that history in Google. You've lost all that weight. You've lost those rankings. And you're starting brand new from a new page unless, like Ross just mentioned, you do those redirects. You you implement a transition strategy so the engines know what the old pages are and they're redirected properly to the new pages. Mm-hmm. And, and one of the uh, examples, I was actually at the SMX um, Advanced recently, and, and uh, someone was saying they had a site that was so massive, there was just no way they could do 301s to everything, and, and they were changing the URL, so it wasn't like they could just do a mass redirect. Um, the fact is they had to choose to only redirect the most important pages, the ones that were actually getting traffic. And really, when it comes down to it, that's really all that matters anyway. These are the ones that get traffic, make sure they're redirected. But, you know, in an ideal world, you you would love to be able to redirect everything, but that can't happen all the time. 
And if you run across that situation, one of the things I've done in the past, and, and you're right, Ross, that's pretty common, is if, if you have access to your webmaster tools, you can log in there and really see which pages are indexed by the engines and which ones aren't. So if you have 10,000 pages on your site and Google's only you know, indexing 1,000 of them, you don't have to worry about doing a redex from the other 9,000 because they're not even indexing them anyway. So Webmaster Tools is a good place to go and look and see what's really important to do that transition and those redirects on. Mm-hmm. Well, mm. what would you say is the next point? Um, I, I guess um, the next thing to think about is when you're redesigning a site, um, transition is important. Um, you brought up a good point, is, is all the links that you're building to your site. So you've got um, you know, all these links pointing to these. Hopefully, you have a bunch of internal links pointing to your site. Um, the 301 redirect, once you implement it in the transition strategy, will take care of most of that. But those 301 redirects will transfer you know, the information about the engines for so long. But if you have really good links pointing to some of those internal pages, it really would benefit you if it's possible to reach out to those to the people that have built those links, if, if at all possible, if they're your links from, from social media or something, to, to change them so you don't have to rely on that 301 redirect. Um, again, just like with the pages, you're not going to be able to do every one, so you want to really target the most important, the best links you have built to those internal pages. That's going to help, uh, I think, quite a bit as well. Yeah, and you know, the other thing too is w- there's only so long you, you'd want to have a 301 redirect up, I guess. I mean, in an ideal world, you'd be able to keep them up forever, but you know, you start moving around, you know, say you've been online for 10 plus years, likely you've moved servers here and there. You've got quite a pileup of 301 redirects. I don't know, have you ever seen a max? Like, have you ever seen it actually slow anything I, down? I actually uh, tell people, and I, I wish I could find the source that I got this from originally, but if you do more than two redirects in a chain, you're, you're going to affect um, how, you know, how well the redirects pass relevancy. So if you do a redirect and then another redirect, so, you, so you've got three pages in the thing, you're going to be okay. But if you had another one on top of that, you're starting to hurt um, your ability to pass all those ranks. So two, to me, would be the max that you'd want. Well, yeah, and also I've noticed that uh, Google Webmaster Tools will actually warn you of that too. So if you yeah. sign into your Google Webmaster Tools, Google Webmaster Tools, it'll actually say uh, this: "We're being redirected to off." I can't remember the exact phrases they're using, but um, and and that's a good right. indicator that oh, I better go update this. <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. and and then and you got to be careful too because if, if if a lot of these content management systems, um, the new ones that you add, or even just developers that have built your site from scratch, I've seen it many times. I've seen a web developer, and I don't think they do it on purpose. I, I'm not sure how it happens, but let's say there's a redirect when you type in a URL. They'll do a 301, more often not a 302, but they should do a 301 redirect. They'll do a redirect immediately that adds a backslash to the end of your your um, query if it's not a .html page. So if you type in domain.com slash directory, it'll do a redirect and add a backslash at the end of that. Well, if you've got another redirect on top of that to a new page, you've already maxed out of your two redirects, whether you knew it or not. So you got to be really careful about that. There's a tool I use out there um, called rexswain.com. He had a bunch of tools, but there's one, if you go to his site, uh, rexswain.com, about halfway down his list of tools is called an HTTP viewer. And what that does is it'll show you exactly what the server sends back and forth to the browser, and it will follow a redirect chain. It'll tell you, here's the first, here's your, here's your initial request. 
the URL you requested. Here's the first redirect to add the backslash. Here's the second redirect to, to add www. Here's the third redirect to go to your page that you wanted to go to. And if there's 10 redirects, it'll step you through every one. It'll tell you exactly what type, whether it's a 301, 302, 305. And it's a great tool to really analyze your redirect structure. <laughs> yeah, I was just checking out Rex when I'd never heard of that before. So thank you. You got my own little tip there today. That's, uh, it's got lots of great little tools there, doesn't it? Yeah, it's a, he's been around for a lot of time, but he's more on the uh, techie side of things. He's not a real into the SEO stuff. He's, that's mostly for programmers and people dealing with server issues. But we can we yeah. can use it too. The black arts is programming. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to discuss uh, more on how to design your website to make sure you keep your rankings. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Hey, this is Danny Sullivan to talk to you about Bruce Clay Incorporated. They've made Inc. Magazine's list of growing private businesses and have exhibited and sponsored at my conferences since the very beginning. You've seen their search engine relationship chart or you've read their SEO code of ethics, so you know they're SEO experts. But did you know they can help you with PBC, web analytics, web design, marketing strategy, promotion, and branding? Yep, get everything you need for success in the online marketplace. You can check it out from the professionals at Bruce Clay Incorporated. For over 10 years with offices worldwide, they've got the answers you need. Check them out today at BruceClay.com. Hey, have you got the number for Cherry's Pizza? Look it up on LocalPages.com. LocalPages.com. Well, what if I wanted a business number in Miami? LocalPages.com. Can people find your business online? Be seen with LocalPages.com on every local listing in all the major search engines like Google, Yahoo, Amazon, and Ask. With over 6 billion quality searches a month and bids starting as low as one cent, get connected with local consumers at the exact moment that they're looking for you. San Francisco, Green Bay, London. I told you. LocalPages.com. List your business on LocalPages.com now and get $100 in free local advertising. LocalPages.com, bringing your neighborhood to you. Here's your bill. Thank you so much, guys. Hey, it's all right. I'll take care of the tab, Jason. Well, thanks, Dave. How are you doing so well these days? It seems everyone's in a pinch for cash. RevenueWire.com, that's how. RevenueWire? Yeah, RevenueWire.com is an all-in-one platform offering affiliates high-demand software from top-notch PC utility merchants. With 75% commissions, twice-monthly payouts, incredibly accurate analytics tools, RevenueWire is making me more money today than I did in the last few years put together. Even in this economy? Especially in this economy. RevenueWire has a ton of great products to meet the demand. I'm telling you, this network is recession-proof. RevenueWire, the recession-proof network platform. For more information, visit RevenueWire.com today. That's RevenueWire.com. Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing. For the break, we're discussing uh, redesigns and uh, RexSwain.com, which is a great uh, little site for some uh, very cool tools, more programming-oriented, and I guess more on the advanced end of SEO, but there's some neat stuff there. Uh, I, I learned a little something new there myself. Um, now, uh, during the break, uh, John and I were talking about uh, – uh, what, what, what to come up next, and really what, what really stuck out for us was the sitemap. Now, the XML sitemap is used, um, it, it's something you can submit to the search engines, and when the search engines see it, they, it's, it's, it's like a suggestion box. Uh, these are the pages I'd like 
um, you, the search engine, to index on my site. And you can actually prioritize whatever you'd like, uh, which pages are more important, which ones are updated more often. And like I say, it's a suggestion box. Google, Google and the other guys don't exactly follow this to the T, but it's there. Well, this sitemap is a fantastic tool when you're doing a redesign because when you're about to launch, or let's say you've launched, you've got a, a copy of the old sitemap. You've got to keep that on file because what you're going to do is you're going to submit the old sitemap to Google. doesn't matter if it's already been there before you submit it. And what's going to happen is Google is going to go to the sitemap and follow all the old links, hit all the new redirects. Those redirects that you set up will now be forwarded to the new page or the new site. And once you start seeing your new URLs showing up within Google, you then go back and switch out and put in the new sitemap. And uh, it's, it's a faster way of propagating a new site uh, navigation scheme. Uh, did I miss anything there, John? One thing I'd add is bef- before you go ahead and just swap the two out, I would actually include both sets of URLs in the same sitemap for a short time, giving the new URLs the, the higher priority than the old URLs. That way it kind of reinforces that redirection and makes sure everything's getting crawled, and then then you drop out. Leave that for a week or two, and then you drop out the uh, old URLs. Um, now, that's... Why, why, why would you do that? I'm just curious. Like, is there is it just semantics? Do you think it really makes a big difference doing a swap? Um, I do, it's just the it's just the the way I've done it. So I couldn't okay. tell you if it it just seems to work well for me that way. Um, I haven't tried it with just you know going cold turkey from one to the other. Um, if you have and it works, then great. I think you could do it either way. Um, I just added that one extra step just as a little bit of reinforcement in my mind. Yeah, well, it's certainly a, it sounds to me like you, what you're saying with. Uh, would be just as effective. I know mine, mine has worked for me, so it's, I was just curious whether or not there's something I might be missing. Um, the ever-wise John, I must always ask. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But that does bring up a good, good point. Not the ever-wise part, but the, the actual timing part of, a, of, a, of this whole transition strategy. I get that asked a lot is, well, when I do this, how long is it going to take for the engines to see my new site URLs and get rid of my old ones? That's, that's one of those questions that has a floating answer. Um, it really is based on how often do the sites come and spider your site? How often does the crawler hit you up? Um, does the deep crawl come frequently or does it come once a quarter? Usually you can expect it, the transition to fully take place after you've, get, after you've been hit by the deep crawl. So um, if you're a site that the deep crawl comes once a month, the transition will probably take about a month, uh, depending on when, when you are in that cycle between crawls. If it only comes once a quarter, then you've got a little while to wait. Yeah, and that can be particularly painful some, for some clients, especially when they – I don't know about you, but – well, I do know everyone in our industry has this problem. There's some clients that just expect this is going to happen overnight, and it doesn't. And, and no matter yeah. what we say, it doesn't matter. They're not happy. But the fact is, it, you know, we, can only contr- we can't control search engines. I wish we could. We can't. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> not yet. No. <laughs> um, and uh, so that waiting game is, is just part of the, the transfer of a new site, and, and that's why it's not to be taken lightly. Without a doubt, and just and you definitely don't want to wait to the last minute to do this. Um, people will call me up and say, "I'm I'm launching my site next week. Um, can you check it out for me?" <laughs> I'm like, "I can, but if you really expect to launch next week, you got a lot of work to do between now and then. You know, plan for this ahead of time." Yeah, and you'll you'll find yourself probably a, a few weeks late, but you know what? It's going to be well worth it. Uh, you you the, the fact that you could easily lose all, if not some of your major rankings from doing a poor move is is enough to wake a lot of people up. Um, 
Oh, another thing that uh, that occurred to me too was and this is more into the in depth stuff. But you know, when you're redesigning, consider what you've learned. Now, I'm assuming that in your old website, you took the time to use website analytics to learn from your traffic, and you've honed your website around what you've learned. So let's say you found out that by having a, a logo of your shipping policy on on a, on a given um, conversion page uh, improved your traffic or improved your conversions. Well, when you're creating the new site, take those lessons and apply them to the new site. Uh, don't rush through it. Make sure everything is tested and tested and tested before you launch it. Go through and remember, oh, right, no, we forgot this. We forgot this. That will dramatically reduce any kind of uh, dips in conversions. Um, and, you know, there's a reason you'll learn this stuff. You want to keep applying it for, for uh, later days. Without a doubt, definitely. Um, now, navigation structure was one I think that, uh, John, you were mentioning a moment ago. Yeah, that's, that's true. If you're doing this redesign and you, you've got all your transition to your pages, you nailed down that, you've got all your redirects done, you've got your XML um, sitemap file done, and everything seems to go going perfect, but you're seeing you're still losing some rankings on some of your key terms. Something to look at is if you changed your navigation structure, and let's say your your old navigation structure was built with one of those drop down lists, and and it had you know widgets, and then, then you had blue, red, green, blue, 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 green underneath it, and you had those keywords in your navigation, and your new navigation is more um, let's say it's a silo navigation where you have widgets, then you have secondary navigation, so you've changed the way your navigation structure works and where those keywords are. That can affect, you know, that internal linking structure of your site that's created by your internal navigation can affect your rankings. So there's not really much you can do from transitioning from site to site. That's more of a, an issue of when you're, you know, creating your new design, when you're building out, you know, the new look and feel for your site. Um, you're, you're improving your site, definitely. But remember, when you're looking at that improvement, that, that your internal navigation, your internal linking structure is one of the key factors from your link building that help you rank for your keywords. If you change that too much from the, the, the anchor text um, standpoint, which, which words are linking to which pages, that's going to affect the existing rankings when you do your redesign. Mm-hmm. And, and another thing is when I've been uh, – I recently worked on a, on a, a very – popular site that had to do a transition and uh, they were understandably nervous and when I was consulting I, I, I said alright look if you're that nervous about it change the design, change some of the layouts of the, of the navigation and stuff stick to the same keywords, stick to the same body text I mean, and this is really paranoid but if you do that, if you stick to the same content generally and you're only changing the skin of the site do that transition. Yeah, there is some navigational changes in, in terms of where they're located on the page, that kind of stuff. Just a look, really. Then you, your chances of any, having any kind of dip in rankings, for at least for any period of time, is very low. And once the site has finished the transition of any any transition you do see, it's going to be minimal, first of all. You're not going to see much of a dip. Then you can start applying other changes, such as new content. It's, the key is not to pile up too many changes at once, because then it's too difficult to figure out what it is that you did that that may have uh, sabotaged a, a particular ranking. Uh, exactly. Very, very true. <laughs> very, very nothing, true. Yeah, there's nothing worse than having so many that you're like, oh, no, what was it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and, <laughs> but I will, I will say, though, Ross, every time I've ever worked with someone on a relaunch of a redesigned site, 
there's always a loss in rankings. There's it might it, how big of a change will determine how big the loss is, mm-hmm. um, but there's always some kind of loss in rankings for certain terms. And that the uh, we keep going back to this, but that transition strategy that you use to migrate from the old site to the new site is really the better you do that transition, the faster those rankings will come back. Okay, we're going to take a break, quick break right now. And when we come back, we're going to touch on uh, designing a new site. There's a few things I'd really like to to pass along. A little uh, Ross wisdom, if you will. (laughs) SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Friend Finder. Friend Finder. The world's largest online dating network featuring over 100 million profiles at hot sites such as Passion.com and FastCupid.com represents enormous profit-making opportunities for webmasters just like you. With Friend Finder's ability to geo-target and provide billing solutions in most languages and currencies, you are sure to find our comprehensive network to be a good friend to your wallet. Get more traffic-maximizing details now at FriendFinder.com. Are you happy with your landing page performance? Discover how to improve your landing page performance with ConversionCritic.com. Brought to you by Engine Ready. Turn your underperforming landing pages into cost-effective sales-producing machines. Be sure you're not wasting your precious PPC budget. Conversion Critic tools give you the ingredients to create high converting landing pages. You don't have to be an expert to use Engine Ready's Conversion Critic tools, but you'll feel like a landing page pro. Take the guesswork out of increasing your conversion rate. Visit conversioncritic.com and boost your conversion rate for free. That's www.conversioncritic.com. Does your website need a bailout? Looking for a conversion rate stimulus package? Do you need a website improvement to-do list? On Target, a subscription service from Future Now and Brian Eisenberg monitors your website 24-7, analyzing the actions of every potential customer. It gives you a to-do list. It tells you exactly what to fix and how to fix it so that more of your visitors do what you need them to do. On Target pricing starts at $1,000 a month. See more at futurenowinc.com slash ontarget. I'm Brian Eisenberg, and I approve this message. Ready to learn to be a mass marketing mastermind? Take some notes from the godfathers of mass distribution. Inbox, Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class. Take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm with John Carcutt, SEO manager for MediaWiz, and myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, Inc. For the break, we were discussing, uh, well, essentially the fact that no matter what you do and during a redesign, you're going to get a little bit, or at the very least, a little bit of uh, ranking drop. Um, we both, John and I, have always seen something uh, drop in terms of rankings. Um, you can minimize it, but no matter what, you're going to see some. So expect that and don't take it lightly. Yeah, and the better your and, transition strategy, the, the quicker your rankings will come back. Yes. And now now the Ross wisdom that, that John couldn't help but laugh at. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what I'd like to touch on is web design. Um, these days, I, I've, I've been kind of pushed into it by my uh, my business coach, but I'm enjoying it quite a bit. I'm helping clients figure out how to design a website, but plan it before they design it, and then help them find the right vendor, 
help make sure that the, the, the product's done perfectly so that by the time it launches, it's not just launched and then web marketing is about to, to be done on the site. But when it launches, it launches. All the web marketing turns on. All that stuff turns on. You've already got a web marketing plan. Everything is set to go. Extremely rare. I don't know. How often do you see that, John? Maybe in the biggest companies? Um, no, definitely not in the biggest companies. It's, it's oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Believe me, I've, I've had this conversation with plenty. And what I always tell people is, and it, I think this ties directly to what you're talking about, Ross, is SEO is not something you do to a site. And, and when you're thinking about creating a site or redesigning a site, SEO should be the forefront of what in your mind from the very, very beginning. Um, you, you do it from the day you conceive the site to the day you turn it off. Totally agree. And you know what? It's, it's not rocket science. <laughs> it really isn't. There, there's, and there's so much out there to learn, uh, to, 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 to read about on SEO. And if you just got the basics down and considered that when you're doing the design, that would be fast, a vast improvement on rankings. Um, so what I've been doing is, is and this is what I, I, I suggest, if you're going to build a website, first sit down with someone, someone who can help you think outside of the bottle. Because frankly, when you're inside the bottle, you can't read the label. You're, just, you're too close to what you're working on. And you get a web marketer in, you get someone that you trust, anyone like that to come in and help you walk through what it is that you expect from your website. What should your goals be? Um, and then what kind of budget are you going to have once the site goes? You should know all this. Once you know what the budget is, then you can build a web marketing strategy around that. Then once you know what the web marketing strategy is, you can start to plan out the actual structure of the site. Yes, we have not touched the structure. After all of that, then you touch the structure. And, and that includes looking at the optimization, how it's going to be built into the, to the site. But also, you know, you know you're going to have the money for social media. You know you're going to have this and that. Okay, great. Now you can build social media into the structure of the site as well. And you can consider the technologies that are going to be required to build that site. Uh, without doing all this... Nine times out of ten, I'm getting sites sent to me that are begging to be redesigned again because it's so sad because the clients are excited. They've spent a lot of money. But when, they, when that site comes to me, I have to tell them we can't market this or we can market it, but you're just not going to get the better, the best effect. And it's just so sad. Do you want to hear a horror story, Ross? Please. <laughs> I've, got a, I've dealt with a client a few years ago. Um, this guy is like a big big time marketing guy out in California. He goes to the ad tech and all those and people follow him around like they follow back cuts in our industry, right? <laughs> so so the, he, he had this site and he wanted a really unique site and he hired this really cutting edge design firm and they built in this site that was just to him, it was the most amazing website he'd ever seen. He did that all without thinking about SEO first. Then he thought afterwards, okay, now I need to get search engine ranks. And, and so he, I looked at a site. I did an audit of the site and I came back to him. We did the we did the cover the, the call to, to talk about what I found in his audit, and he was all excited. He told me, "Yeah, um, I like this site so much. I bought the design firm that built it, and uh, literally, <laughs> he he literally spent, including buying this design firm, a million dollars on this website. Wow. The first the first thing I told him was, "Well, you're going to have to start from scratch. Oh. This site will never rank for anything." Because this, this, this design firm was very cutting edge. It did all kinds of great stuff from a design perspective. Every single page of the site was a different design. There was no navigation that was consistent to the whole site. And every single page of the site, when you went to it, if you had this big thing pop up blocking everything that was like this, this cowboy guy with a sign to make you sign up for the site that was all JavaScript-based, it was just 
totally, totally, it was a beautiful sight. Don't get me wrong, it was beautiful, but it was completely, completely never going to rank for a single keyword ever. And he, oh, he, he blew his top. Not at me, but the design firm, mostly, because I, I guess they had him convinced that it would rank. But well, Thank God he trusted you, because otherwise he'd be <laughs> the target of that. Yeah. Oh. But that, 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 yeah, that, that it's that, crazy. That qualifies as a horse yeah, he, he he was not a happy man. <laughs> but if he would have brought us in, if he would have brought, like you're saying, if he would have brought us in at the beginning, we could have worked with the design firm. We could have helped them understand what's going to work and what's not going to work for search. They could have still probably built a beautiful, cutting edge website, but made it searchable. You know, have it so that the search engines can find the pages and find the content and actually index the pages. Um, but they yeah, wait until okay. after the fact. Totally, and, and and it happens like I say nine times out of ten easily. Yeah, now that's being that's being optimistic. Um, now let's 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 say okay, we've got a lot of small business people listening to this, uh, and perhaps they don't have the kind of money to, to hire all all this this uh, talent. I'm going to ask you what you think they should do, but for start, my thought would be, uh, look, the first thing you spend the money on is. Just getting advisor of some kind. It doesn't have to be a lot of money. It could be two hours you're sitting down with someone. Um, it could be a web marketer. It could be someone. Someone that should at least have an understanding of SEO. Um, yeah. and, and that's not too hard to find, at least for basic SEO. Um, at the very least, you could even ask someone on forums, look, I need some help with this. Anyone Definitely. here like to volunteer. And when you get that, then you at least get a better picture of what you need in your site. Then you know what to ask your designer. If you're going to do it yourself, you're going to contact the designer. At least you know what to ask them. Hey, they could even head to the new uh, chat room at Webmaster Radio. There's a lot of SEOs hang out there now, especially during some of the bigger shows. You got it. We're we're actually going to be doing at some point. We haven't scheduled it yet, but uh, keep keep listening. We're going to have a a day where John and I are going to be on the forum just answering questions for uh, 30 minutes or an hour. We're not exactly sure yet, but it's all up in the air right now, but we're pretty excited about it. So, yeah, but you're right. If If you just spend a little bit of time, I mean, even a little bit of time, with that horror story I just told, you know, an hour of them saying, this is what we have planned, and me saying, no, 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 don't do that, because this is the problem, would have saved tremendous amounts of effort and energy and time and money. My head's shaking, man. Yeah. <laughs> I just can't fathom it. I wish I had that kind of money. <laughs> <laughs> me too. <laughs> so what else, John? I mean, we're, we're, we've reached the end of our list, but I know there's stuff that's that's – that's just waiting to be talked about on this, this subject. On, on redesign. I guess it's really just think about a lot of things we talked about as far as navigation structure and keyword targeting and XML files and, and how many redirections you can have. That's not all just for a redesign. If you're building a brand new site from scratch, you have to think about these things too. Um, you know, the content management system that you use, if you're changing from one to the other, can be huge, a huge issue, you know, depending on if one works one way, one works another. Um, if you're switching from server to server um, or IP to IP, if you're not changing, but this is actually a good point. If you're switching servers, whether you're switching hosting companies or just changing a server and getting a, a new IP address, it's not an issue at all for you unless you're changing your pages too. So um, it's not really a redesign issue, but if you're moving your site, um, it's, a, it's more of a move issue. Unless you're changing the site, don't worry too much about moving it. As long as it's not down very long, um, if, you're, if you're down less than, you know, hopefully you won't be down at all during the move. But if you have to be down, if you're less, less than an hour, you should be fine. Um, if you go down for a couple of days, 
you could get hit by the spider and it sees and there's no sight and then all of a sudden you're out of the index but as soon as it, it'll come back as soon as it finds it again the engines realize that there's going to be times when servers are down so they won't like stop coming back because there's no sight so when it comes back and it finds you again you'll be right, right back in the serve so that's just a matter of how quick the spiders get around um, so that's one thing we didn't cover that I thought that, that I think would be important when you're talking about this moving as opposed to um, redesigning just redesigning now, if you're moving and redesigning, uh, there you go. you got to think about all those other issues. Excellent. Yeah, and, you know, the last one before we tie it up here is um, one that I just can't believe we didn't, we didn't really cover yet, and that is once you've launched a site, keep a hawk eye on your Google Webmaster Tools. You're going to see a lot of stuff happening there. Um, when things start to happen, that is, you know, once Google has gone back to the site, you're going to start seeing things like 404s. You're gonna, no matter what you do, almost, I mean, I, I haven't seen yet. No matter how good we are at the transition, there's always been something. Either something's been missed or some error or something. It's tiny. Maybe it's a totally useless page, but it's still something you can fix. Uh, Google Webmaster Tools has a ton, a ton of data on that. And, John, you've got another important point. Yeah, another thing that I thought that, that we can't believe we didn't cover yet is, <laughs> especially when you're doing a redesign, most of the time when you're doing a redesign, you're building the site in a development environment. And you're either having a third party do it or you're doing it yourself. I can't tell you how many times the the third party or the, the developer's environment is open up to the search engines and gets indexed. Mm-hmm. Make sure when you have a development environment, you're blocking that from the search engines using robot.txt or password access to the development environment. If that gets indexed prior to launching your new site, you're going to have issues because the, the new structure and the new content and the new site is already being indexed in another place. Now you've got to deal with 301 redirects from not only your old site, but from your development environment, and that can be a huge headache. And yeah, not to mention different pricing, whatever it is on that development site, it can be quite a nightmare. Yeah. Um, and even legals, you know, disclaimers, all that stuff may not be present on your d- development site. I mean, there's a whole can of whoop-ass that could be let off on that one. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> and, and, you know, and, and one little last tweet before we cut here is uh, also whatever you had blocked on the old site, block again if it happens to be in the same area. Um, you know, you, you could have a, a central area of your site you didn't want the search engines to index and you forget to add that on the new design. That can be a bit of a problem as well. Right. Well, uh, on behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and John Karka, SEO Manager for MediaWiz, thank you for joining us today on SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. We hope you tune in, our, in for our show next week. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody.